0: This is Sky, and this is Reyna,
1: and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories, and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack
0: and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Reina. And I'm Sky. And today our topic is moving on. (laughs) Letting go, moving forward, leaving the past behind, starting over, Starting over starting new, new energy, refresh, yeah, rebirth,
1: renewed, renewed, period. restored, and redelivered,
0: okay, <laughs> exactly, um, we wanted to talk about this because a lot of people dm us all the time, asking, how do you move on? So we thought that it would be really cool if we had an overall topic of moving on, not specifically how to move on, but just everything that comes with it, everything that comes before it, all that. All that.
1: <laughs> Man. Okay. For you, is it difficult to move on when it comes to love and with friends? Is it the same for you? Is it different? It's harder for me
0: to move on from friends, for sure. When... I'm no longer in a relationship with a guy. I might I might lurk and I might like wonder, like, oh, what are they up to? What are they doing? But it it's not really hard for me to be like, okay, you're not in my life
1: anymore. Do you feel like that's easier, though, because when you broke up with people, you were like, you're not my person or like "Ah, it gets better than you? Does Uh that help you heal? to know that there's something better out there for you.
0: Yeah, maybe. Because I'm not saying like in my past relationships, I wasn't deeply in love and I didn't think like, oh, this could go somewhere in the future. We could be grownups together or something. I definitely in the back of my mind had that or else I probably wouldn't have dated them in the first place because I'm not that type of dater. But once we were no longer together, let's just say like mm, three days later or a week later or two weeks later, You start to think to yourself, like, damn, like, what is life really like without this person? And you start. And well, that's how I think I'm just like, I'm like, yo, because I become so entangled in my relationships that I feel like my friends meet them. My family meets them like everyone meets them. Right. So I hate to even think, but I'm like, okay, whoever I bring around. They're going to meet my people and then my people are always going to ask about them. I hate that. I hate the idea of that. So whenever I this this is terrible of me, too. But whenever I used to introduce my exes or whatever to some of my family members, they could all feel that I wasn't thinking that it was a forever thing.
1: Right.
0: I didn't I didn't like when I. Uh, introduce them they didn't feel that this is forever type energy so that also helps me move on quicker too not being asked constantly like what happened to so and so me also being a private person people aren't in on our relationship so people aren't curious really to know like what went wrong so was
1: mark the first guy your family and friends loved um Like overall, the person that everybody goes, man, before you guys got super serious.
0: Yeah. So one of my exes, my parents loved, but I wasn't in a place where, I mean, I was young. So I wasn't, I wasn't introducing him to like all of my cousins and everything else. It was just kind of whenever he's around, he's around. So yeah, I brought some of my friends around, but when it was like a breakup, I don't think it was that big of a deal as it is when you're older. Right. And, and you know, that's your person. So yeah. So, so now I definitely think that Mark is the person who, if things were not to work out here, that it would be a whole totally different conversation right. because I was never attached to the point where it was so hard to let go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is your, which is awesome. Cause you kind of just knocked out the bullshit and then we're like, okay, here's my person. Yeah. But you've really grown into being more of an adult with him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To where you're still in such an early place in your life to where it's amazing you didn't have to go through that earth-shattering, like, we were building a world together as full-blown adults. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, it's it's a beautiful space that you didn't have to, like, watch a world destroy with somebody as mm-hmm. an adult. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got your heart broken, and it was moving forward, but it's younger. You know, I'm staying with my mm-hmm. mom. You're staying with yours. Exactly. Like, that real... Fucking like adult heartbreak, like shatter, like fuck, we live together. What do we do? That's different. Oh my God. That's different. I've never experienced that. Which is such a blessing. I think that's what turns people off from love so much is adult heartbreak. Because yeah. we all have heartbreak that just hurts. I mean, I I think back to people I hurt when I was younger and it's, it hurts. Yeah. But, but I think that's what makes people go, I don't want love anymore. Because starting over once you've already started the life feels nearly impossible. You're just yeah. kind of like. I can't do this far into it again. That's why some people would just rather live alone. Yeah. Like we could
0: be together. Like we could be cool. We could be together forever type. But like, let's take it slow. Let me let us live apart for the first couple of years. Like some people take it that slow because they're like, I want my space Mm -hmm. and I want you to have your space Mm -hmm. I might enjoy coming into your world. You might enjoy coming into my world. But we don't have to intertwine our worlds so that when we break up, it's a big ordeal. That's why some people don't even want to move in with each other until they're married.
1: It complicates so much if it goes left. I know. It complicates so much. So you said, before I say my answer, you said that it's harder for you to move on from friends than love. Mm -hmm. Why? Because... For the most part,
0: my friendships are long. Most of my friends, we've been friends for many, 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 many years. So usually if we stop talking, it was nothing more than just us growing apart. It's never like no bad, evil beef. beef. Yeah, it's usually for the most part, it's we just grew apart. We Mm -hmm. have different lives now. I have a kid now, you know, like life really got in between. So for me, I think to those moments and I'm like, Oh, I remember like, I, I think back on, on certain, if I show up somewhere. So let's just say I met, or we used to always go hiking Mm -hmm. and I go hiking and I'm like, Oh, I remember me and -and so-and-so used to do this all the time. That's the only time I'll think about that memory. But you're still ingrained in my mind. Whereas when I think back on relationships, even I never held on to. I don't know anywhere I went with my exes. I literally wipe it from my memory completely.
1: It's like Mark was like fresh start for you. You had enough experience, but you also were just ready to step into like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's be grown now. Yeah. So with my friends,
0: we've created so many memories that we can all sit back on holidays or whenever and laugh about them. We can laugh about middle school. We can laugh about being in the streets. We can laugh about when we used to bust to LA and be out there for weeks at a time. Like we can laugh about those things when I'm in relationships. I mean, before Mark, my relationships were only one to three years long. So mm-hmm. if I have friendships that are 15 years long. And we were only together for three. Wow. Those were just some years. I don't even remember. Sometimes I'll even remember all the stuff that I did with my friends. And then I'm like, oh, he was there.
1: Like, I don't even remember that. Yeah. Wow. I think I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) I think I'm the complete opposite. But this is where I think it's so dope that we've lived such different lives. Like there's certain things that, you know, I can never speak on that you can and vice versa. And, you know, whether it be like Umi or or being engaged or, yeah. you know, having a home with someone. Like, it's there's so many things. But for me, I'm on the whole other side of the spectrum where moving on from friends I do in my sleep. There's very few. There's maybe three people in my life that I'd be like, wow, my days are are deeply affected. Mm-hmm. You and I talk from sunup to sundown. If we mm-hmm. just never talked again, my phone, yes. <laughs> I, I would not talk to anyone. You know, <laughs> but there's certain friends that in my sleep I just... I I the next day could it, it could be like they never existed which not proud of but that's just my reality. Mm-hmm. But now with love moving on was always easy for me when I was like I don't really love this person or there's so much better <laughs> out there or I don't even like that about him. There's got to be a man who don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But then when I spend 7 years building, you know, a life with somebody and I go, "Wow, no human being on earth has ever made me feel this feeling." And then you break up, you're like I'm not as optimistic. I'm a little nervous now, you know, because mm-hmm. you wonder, you hear people talk. And very honest people can go there sometimes who are married. They go, I love her to death, but there was this one girl and she was my world. Mm-hmm. Some people never get that, you are my world, love again. Mm-hmm. So when you've experienced some out-of-body spiritual shit, you get nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, was that, what, was that my one hit? Uh- was that my one high? And from now on, I'll love a man, but I'll never feel that. Electricity. You know, am I just going to be like, he's a good man and a good father. I love him. Am I going to force myself (laughs) to love someone because I need a family and I want all these things? Am I going to be the woman who doesn't put time aside to have a family? You know, with what I do, it's so demanding. So it's deep because I think that all my heartbreaks before I was like, I deserve better or I just never started forever with you. When you start putting Mm -hmm. in the years for forever and then you go, we, you know, I saw this quote that said. How can you promise another girl the world when you still owe it to me? I just got chills. Like, how are (laughs) you telling somebody you are, you still didn't give that to me. We had plans. So I think as an adult, that's, you know, I'm just kind of having this epiphany out loud, but I think that is the part that really turns people off from dating is I gave you my adult years and like. You wasted I can't, them. I can't do another seven with somebody and them not be with me. Bro. Like, seven years no. of loyalty, yeah. not cheating, long distance for three and a half, And four, then it'd be over again? And then it'd be over again? So now you're the second. Ooh. Like, oh, no. That's why people who get divorced and remarried, I'm like, that is such a brave, you know, not the loonies who are like, it's all six marriage. it's just marriage. I mean, the people who, I'm sorry, I didn't need to put that accent on it. <laughs> <laughs> really pissed off, like, I am really offended. I'm from Tennessee and I don't think you need to put that voice on there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know, it just, it, it came. I don't choose these voices, y'all. I don't, they choose. And his voice said, I don't care. I'll get married six times. And that's just what it is. Anyway, the people who logically take a leap of faith into marriage once again, after being hurt, I think it takes strength. Anybody I talk to who's been divorced is like, no can do, never gonna <laughs> fucking happen again. I I only got my heart broken and I'm like, marriage? <laughs> what a strange concept, you know, that socially binds. It's just, you get so fucked up in the head when you get your heart broken as an adult. But then there's, there's heartbroken people from friendships, from, it's just whatever mm-hmm. breaks your heart the most. For me, once I felt like this is my soulmate and then it was no longer, I said, there's no way my heart could hurt worse than this. Ah. But I don't know. I mean, heartbreak is the sick game of like, you thought that hurt. Give me five years. I'm to- gonna- Your shit up, you know, like heartbreak just is never ending. That's why Ms. Badu says, healing is a lifestyle. If you think it's a moment of aha and life is better, life life will let you have a great 10 years and then kick you on your fucking ass, let you have a great four, kick you, like let you have a month, kick you on your ass. Life is so, it's so important to celebrate the good moments, the moments you're laughing, be present when you're laughing. Pay attention when you're laughing. When we're talking, I send voice notes when I'm laughing on text because (laughs) I want my friends to hear how happy that made me. I need It's an experience to pay attention to your happiness. Mm -hmm. Anyway, back to moving on because yay, (laughs) isn't this fun? Um, But yeah, so I do it with my friends in my sleep unless it's like a rare three. But from love, it was always easy until it was like, "Uh uh-oh, you started building. And then it was just, you know...
0: (sighs) Moving on is hard, though. Yeah, it is. Just when you sit back in general. Yeah. When, when you're a year away or when you're two years, three years, four years away and you go, fuck, I went through that for seven months. Mm. I was heartbroken for two years. Now, <laughs> now I feel better. But I went through that for two years.
1: Amen. Amen. You're shaking the table, queen. <laughs> we we hit in two years, queen. of our hearts, you know, being a little shaky. Um, uh, heard, you know, it's interesting when I reflected when we were coming up with this. I, w- I, I asked myself, what makes moving on difficult in love? Because we like to just say it. Like, no, it's just so hard. But then I was like, what actually is complicating this for me? Besides loving this person, right? And so what I came up with when I was reflecting was... It is so terrifying when you have a schedule and a partner and you kiss the same person, have sex with the same person, eat with the same person. You know their allergies. They know your habits. You know this. And then you're literally looking into the unknown now Mm -hmm. after having a routine, a pattern. Oh, he loves green peppers with lemon and, and salt. And then you make the same thing for a guy you're dating. And he's like, oh, I'm actually allergic to that. And you're like, I have to relearn a whole person. Or I just don't like that. Right. Or like, uh, I don't I don't like eating like that. Or you eat meat. well I'm vegan. You this. Oh, I don't really like sweets. And you're like, wait, my partner who seemed to like all the shit I like (laughs) is gone. Right. So the unknown is terrifying. The second thing that I realized is I am territorial. Uh I don't like that about myself, but I am, Uh especially with um, seeing. Well, one, people are sick. They, they could like you so much that they want to sleep with who you slept with to feel like you. Yes. Let's, let's get that straight. <laughs> so anybody I date is going to be a hot commodity because it's kind of like, ooh, girl, is he putting it down? I'm curious, yeah. right? I don't like freeing, <laughs> I'm not going to say my pet, I don't like putting it back into the jungle. <laughs> Why can't you just stay in a cage back there? And by cage, I mean still in love with me and not hurting me. <laughs> I don't like setting you free. <laughs> I I feel like you were mine. You made me promises. You owe me things. I don't want to set you free and watch somebody else benefit. Oh my God. Let me get to the third one. <gasps> Jealousy. Mm. I hate the idea that you might meet somebody who makes you happier than me. Because I'm not to a point or a place of maturity where your happiness comes before my pain. I'm not mm-hmm. there. Yeah. No. I'm not there. I, I, I hope to get there for every person I've ever loved that... I hope whoever it is that even if they're not me, that you are, I'm so pissed (laughs) that, you know, I, I, it doesn't hurt my feelings that you're not finding luck. You know, I think it's, it's, for me, I get jealous. I'm like, I, we did so much work on each other, Yeah, you know, but then the, from the other person's perspective, I'm sure like you're going to give that away too. Everything I worked on with you, you going to kiss him like you kissed me. you going to touch him the way you going to do the things I like. Like breaking up when you think about it, you got to you got to ignore the visuals because the visuals oh, will give you man. nightmares.
0: Yes, they will. I
1: give myself nightmares. <laughs> I will think of a worst case scenario and be like, man, oh, I'm glad I didn't experience that. <laughs> My dream starts. It's like worst case scenario starring Sky Townsend. And it just. Everything I thought about before bed, I'm watching it happen. I'm seeing the kissing, the touching. It, I will torture myself. Me too. You know, I will literally torture myself. And I think once I reflected on that, I had kind of a better grip on this episode of between jealousy and the torture of the unknown and territory. Those three, the unknown, jealousy, jealousy. territory you're mine how could you be somebody else's after so long now when you break up after six months it was fresh you were never really each other's no you're never really anybody's sorry okay bad girl you're never really anybody's we don't own anybody but after that much love you feel like you are my person and in a part of that it feels like a little bit of ownership sorry it's the truth now I know you said yours wasn't um You're like, if I had to start over now, it'd be a different kind of pain. But in the past, I know there were pains. And I know Mm -hmm. that there was a situation where you felt like you were not in control of the breakup. Mm -hmm. Um, What made it difficult? What were the feelings that made it hard? For
0: me, during that time, I think the feelings were just not being able to like call that person whenever I wanted to seeing certain things or laughing about certain things and knowing that they would have the perfect comeback and being (sighs) like, I wish I could just send this meme. I wish I could just do this. I wish I could just do that with this person. For me, like I said, it was never specifically the person, but it was the habit that that person became. It was like every day I'm going to get my dose of, you know who like every single day I'm going to have someone to talk to. If I'm scared walking down the street or if I'm bored Mm. at home, or up late at night. Are you up? Are you there? What Something you doing? Something consistent. Something consistent. That That's what makes it hard to move on. But for me, as far as moving on goes, I've always been confident enough to believe that it would be way harder for them to move on than for me to move on. No, 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 no. We're going to get into that later. <laughs>
1: uh-uh. Don't start. Uh-uh. No, no, uh-uh and then it, uh, 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 no um well okay okay We're Your are it's very access based though it's interesting you're like that I can't call you that I can't reach out I never thought about that aspect but that's so real is not having access to the person it's not having
0: access and for me like as soon as that person says I'm done or whatever the access is gone I don't even try it I'm just like okay now I have to now I have to kill you in my mind damn near like you're dead to me okay how do I How do I set this up to where I'm okay understanding that you're gone forever? Oh, my. Because the hitting up after, oh, my. I've done it. I've done the hitting up after, and it don't do no good. You don't feel better. Never. You never feel better. You're just like, yo, okay, well, they don't want that. Right. That's hard, too. Yeah. Having to sit and think, like, damn, they really didn't want that. Ugh. And I'm sitting here this whole time content with where we was. Like I wasn't I wasn't even thinking this deep. I never even thought I thought it was good. I thought it was good or I didn't think it was that
1: bad. Okay, Mr. Poor. She said I didn't think it was good or that bad. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think it was that bad cuz we know when it's rough, but you know what is very similar about us? We don't quit on people. No. So we'll be like, he's going through a rough patch, but, you know, it's a rough patch. And we don't quit. Mm-mm. So, like, it takes a lot to walk away from something because we literally stand by the worst. Yeah, you this, you quit this, you got fired from here, you let go of yourself, you this, we, we stuck it out. We do not quit on people. So for us to walk away from a situation, it has to get... Um, really
0: it just feels like okay if we don't quit on people then that just means that people quit on us and that can be that in itself can be traumatizing
1: eat or be eaten
0: (laughs) like you could really sit up at night and be like i'm not doing this again because people quit on me i don't even know
1: why he quit on me how dare him how dare him quit quit on me when (laughs) i put up with Yeah. When you start thinking of and that's when, you know, it becomes unhealthy because you mentally can't help but to tally all the shit you did Mm -hmm. and what they did. And you go, this is not weighing the same or it was weighing the same. What's the problem? You know, when you really start to do the math of the relationship, that's when you keep yourself up at night because you're just trying to make sense of things that you'll never get answers.
0: Overthinking.
1: Overthinking.
0: Overthinking about All the whys, all the what ifs, all the we were supposed tos. Oh my God. Okay, you know what? Just
1: because you went there, we're going to (laughs) skip what does it look like to move forward. And we're just going to go into what not to do when you're moving forward. Because you just said the (laughs) overthinking and we just have to go there. What do you not do when you're moving on? Me personally? Or just advice to somebody who's aching right now and they're like, my next move you can't okay so for me Mm -hmm. you cannot
0: you can't watch a person's life you can't go constantly to this person's instagram you cannot you can't do it because the more you do it it builds an obsession in your mind you don't believe that it's an obsession but (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) it's over When you check, nah, I've had days. I've had days where I've checked. After the breakup, I've checked five days a week. Every single day I wake up, I go, let me go. Let me go to A, B, and C's page real quick. And then eventually I'm like, yo, I got to let this person go for real, for real. Like not just in the physical, but in everything else too. I got to get him out my mind. And if I constantly stay on his page watching everything he's doing, I know that he at his grandma's house.
1: You don't, okay. You know what? What's the next one? (laughs) Queen, please. Still getting a little shaky, you know. (laughs) I'm a little tight today. Um, Okay, so don't stalk them. Fine, that's fair. That's fair. Um,
0: What don't I do?
1: To be honest,
0: uh she's going to say something player right now. (laughs) To be quite honest, I do not listen to breakup music. I can't do it. Sometimes, like maybe for like a day, maybe the day I was broken up with, but if
1: we three months in and I'm playing your song, I'm like, oh, what song- I- so are do you mean like a Taylor Swift song or like he wasn't man enough for me, like or you just mean songs that remind you of the person, like you don't go down memory lane, both, so i don't oh. i I
0: don't go down memory lane, okay. for sure, we're not doing that, I do, okay, but then <laughs> the second one is if like. Mariah Carey came on, come on. Mm-hmm. I'm changing it quickly. I mean, sometimes I might like to sing along, but <laughs> if I'm like in the pit of my feelings. No sad songs. No, I got to get out of it. Oh, I distract myself for at least a week or so until I can handle the songs. Then I'll start singing with them. But I don't want to cry with them.
1: <sighs> wow. Okay. All right. That's you fine. like to say, sing the pain out? I got to listen to some sad shit. What do I look like shaking my ass? I'm not. I'm sad. I need some Tamiya. I need some Babyface. I need some Brian McKnight. I need to listen to the songs I wrote about the people. Like, uh, let me listen to how, let me just make myself a little sadder and listen to how much I loved you (laughs) through my own song and pen. I have to go through the sadness. I have to. And that is part of the sadness. Let me just listen to sad, watch sad, because uh, there's nothing to party about right now. I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear a turn up
0: record. I go through the sadness, but not right away. I'm, I'm that type of person, though. Like, if there's too many people around, yeah. or if there's just too much going on this week, yeah, or if I have so much more to do, I just, I cannot. I have no time for that. But if there's a random day where everybody's out the house, And I feel like taking a long shower. Yeah. That one
1: day, I'm going to get it all out. I get it all out. We can compartmentalize our feelings so well, though. I know. I have certain friends that if they're feeling it right in that moment, there's nothing you're going to say that they're not going to cry. Like, my sister, if she's feeling it, she's going to do it. (laughs) If she's sad, if she's mad, and she'll be like, well, that's what I felt. For me, I could be fuming and be like, hold it in figure it out which is probably breeding me into a nutcase but we can compartmentalize and control even the most drastic of emotions i know Ooh. i do it a lot this is unhealthy. but i'll i'll feel it i'm telling
0: you like i'll feel it in the moment and then i'm like all right i got to walk into the house real quick and then i'll hold it still for like an hour and then i'll come back outside and i'll cry again Jeez. but i can i can really set it aside because I just I don't feel comfortable
1: crying in front of people. We're going to tap in and and, uh, (laughs) dive into all of this because we're like we're layering all of our drama. They're like, yeah, we we were dying inside, but we don't show it for hours. (laughs) This is not good. Um, Oh, I have something to add to that list, though. Don't rush if you're trying to move on. Mm -hmm. I think everybody rushes to look the happiest, to try something new, to sleep with someone, to whatever. Now, if you know your process, fine. Sometimes you're like, no, that will really make me feel better, then power to you. But if you know this is not gonna feel better, I just gotta do this with somebody else, don't do it. If you know it's not gonna do anything for you, don't do it. Like I said, there's some people who are like, you know what, a one night stand would hit right now. Like, I need that. And that's gonna make you feel better, power to you. But don't rush into something just because you miss kissing someone. Or Mm -hmm. you miss having someone to go to the movies with, so you go on a date with the guy you don't really like. Like don't play with people while you're healing. Even texting though. Yeah, like just. Your phone can be dry for one week. Right. (laughs) And also don't sleep with people you don't like. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. It's like, I'm hurting, I'm numb, I'm gonna give him all of me. It's like Just wait until you have some friction with somebody. Then you're disgusted and then months later you're mad you ever did it. Trust me, take it from me, guys. If you're not ready, it's not going to be a good time. You're going to wake up in the morning, sleep in your eyes, look at that person. You're going to go, I did that with you last (sighs) night. I'm disgusted with myself. Oh, my God. Put your pants on and get out. <laughs> anyway, last thing I want to say on that subject, and we'll move forward um, on what it looks like when we move on, um, is to force joy or posts. Mm-hmm. It is so corny when you see somebody doing the most, mm-hmm. kissing their friends on a yacht, screaming, "Ha! life is good. I'm single. I'm free. We see your pain. Just heal. Just get... Get off for a sec. Don't force it. Don't try to prove to somebody else that you've moved on from them. It's okay to be sad after a breakup. You don't have to look your best, have the best hair, the best makeup, photo shoots. Fuck you. I'm healed. You don't have to force, you know, anything. At all. It's okay. It's okay for shit to just suck a bit, you know? And and that be, don't rush, don't sleep with people that you don't actually want, and don't force the post. Sit in that sadness. I yeah. think it's important. It's It's important to whatever you have to do, purge that shit out. But you pretending you're happier than you are is not gonna, it's not a fake it till you make it. And definitely don't go posting immediately
0: right after. Cause that then be the worst decisions when you're like, oh, I can't stand. Let me go tweet. Let me go post this picture of my ass because he, I know he hates it. I know it's
1: gonna trigger him. Yeah. No, just or post a new person.
0: Oh, oh, see, no.
1: <gasps> oh, I'm out at the club. Look who I'm with. Like, it's just we can always tell when somebody's hurting. And granted, it's. Who cares what we think, right? But we're just saying we can see you're sad. And what we want for you is to slow down. We want better than pretending you're having fun. It's okay to cry a bit. It's okay to watch a sad movie. It's okay to have girls night with wine and just vent. You don't have to be on a yacht screaming, you know, (laughs) F these ends. It's cool. Just chill. The worst part is we can see through it. Yeah, you look so sad. You look so sad. When I tried, sad. I looked so sad when I tried to look happy. It was so corny. I was like, oh, my God, this video is so embarrassing. I look like I'm dying inside, but like, <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm chilling. And my heart was like, ooh. So that's when I was like, what would be more honest? I've been writing a lot of poetry lately, and that's when I was writing about healing and my poetry and, and, and learning how to hug myself and be there for myself. Like, I was like, I can't force the funk right now. So there's a period on my, on my page, there's nothing funny. It's literally just like, ooh. And people were like, I could tell you've been a little darker lately. And I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, I'd be faking if I was like, la, la, la. But then when I shifted into joy after heartbreak and depression, they could tell. They could definitely they tell. Could I tell. remember
0: everyone was like, you just have a different energy It's different. you yeah, It's crazy. You seem so happy. Yeah, it's nuts. Moving on, man. <sighs> what would you say is your process of moving on? Do you... I mean, moving on from anything, though, mm-hmm. do you do certain things every single time that you know will make you feel better?
1: Yes, I, I'm i big on <laughs> food and um, feel good things, massages, mm-hmm. uh, a run, um, mm-hmm. a sauna. I do like those kind of things. I need to just get rid of energy. And so sweating or walking or eating my favorite food brings me some type of joy. However... For me, when it comes to moving on from dating, uh, I used to always kind of take my time and just wait until I met somebody instead of looking for someone. I really don't like that as an adult. Ooh, she started unpacking super hardcore, (laughs) hold on. I really don't like that as an adult I'm looking more. I hate that because when I was younger, I trusted the next person will just reveal themselves. And as an adult, I keep running into these walls cause I'm looking now cause I'm feeling pressure. Cause I want a family. Cause I want a husband. Cause I want kids, but nothing good comes forth. So me being like, do you know anybody for me? Every person that I met that I had a vibe with, it was organic. Do you think that <laughs> you're smiling? This is a good combo. We're fucking going there. Do you think
0: that if you, are you more so the type of person who feels like in order to get to a family Or in order to marry someone, there has to be history and years on it? Or do you think you could possibly meet someone at some point and within two years be like, this is it, I'm having a a child? Easy. You you feel that way? I'm grown enough now. You know,
1: before before I was just too young that you need years to go, well, who are you going to be at 25? Yeah. If you meet somebody at 28 and we are full developed adults, I don't need to wait until we're 36 to know I want to be with you. Okay. I think after having enough dating under your belt, enough experience, maturity, growth. Yeah. I think two years is generous. I think that's normal. I think I could even meet somebody and in six months be like, you're my husband. Yeah. But
0: but we could have a child like next year type. Because I feel like you've always been the person who like, set a plan for the future. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I love dating you. I love you. I want this to keep going. I want you to be yeah. the father of my child, I think. Yeah. But just in case, let's give it like three years just to make sure we're still on the page then. Yeah. The well, same page you know,
1: then. see, sister girl, it's a little different now because my bi- biological clock is involved. Okay, <laughs> queen? So I'm not trying to date for eight years. But in the same, I can't put a time on it. I used to. I'd be like, after so many years. But I, until I can see that you would be a great father and a great husband, mm-hmm. I can't dive in. Now, if in okay. a year, I'm like, holy shit, I've never experienced anything like this. This yeah. is the one. Oh, go to the chapel and we're, okay, we're gonna get <laughs> married. Um, but the thing is, it's sticky, you know? We talk about it all the time. When I wanna have a baby, I have to consult with my agents, with you know my team, with the people I work with. I can't just come up pregnant. It's There's, there's money to be made. And so, if they go, yeah, take a year off and have your kid, oh, yeah, no, I probably will. <laughs> if there's a man that I know would be a good dad, yeah. I'm not in a rush to have kids at all until I see, oh, we could develop some really healthy habits as a family. Yeah. This is something beautiful. You yeah, know? It, it's for me moving on like there's no real process. Um, everything kind of had the same just getting over it vibe until that adult heartbreak. And I, I really think my best advice for that was to just go through the motions. Every time I held back tears or somebody would ask and I'd pretend, I felt worse. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I just said, yeah, man, I'm really hurt. I loved him so much. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, oh, you know, like I'm trying to date. Everything it didn't have to be a joke. I really, my friends knew how deeply in love I was. And it was like, just sit in it, you know, and have these talks with the people around who miss him too. Yeah. (laughs) My family was like, wow, there's really so many Christmases without this guy so many Thanksgivings, Sunday church, my little cousin. So it's, I think, allowing yourself to go through the motions and be like, this sucks right now. Yeah. And, and to still be happy for the people around me who were happy and just being like, wow, you guys are a beautiful fit. I didn't ever want to be bitter. I'll make jokes and, you know, I'll make jokes. But when I see real love, I admire it, you know, mm. and I honor it and I still value it. Um, and I still believe in it. But- yeah, for me, there's no real process besides just going fucking through it and getting better. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in collapsing because of one person. I refuse to grant you that opportunity to ruin me. I'm, I will be in the gym more. <laughs> I will be eating better. I will be taking care of myself more. I refuse to go downhill because one person said no, no more. Mm-hmm. I can't give you that. Shame on me if I give you that, you yeah. know, but it's also my age. I'm, I'm a grown woman who has a lot to lose right now right. to where I cannot give you that. I can't give you that much power at all. I could be sad. I can cry, but I got to go do my job and do that after. Yeah. You know, that's just (laughs) how it works. And I was still doing comedy through a breakup. Nothing was funny, but I will convince if, if Steve Carell says, make me laugh, I'm going to make you fucking laugh. You know, like there is no time to, to, to mourn at work. No, there's no time to mourn. You you have a dream that is, you get one shot. It's there's no time to bring not your best foot forward.
0: Uh, I feel like for me, it definitely, I definitely like to eat. Mm-hmm. I definitely like to go to all the places that I love. Mm-hmm. I'll go get my ice cream. I'll go get my food. I'll chill by myself. That brings a lot of therapy to me in that time. Um, just, just becoming more friendly with myself and not expecting somebody to do things with me. Um, of course it's lonely at first but then you start to like really sit in it and appreciate it yeah you start to like yourself more you start to uh, know yourself better everything and even just that process alone it makes you even more grateful that you got through what you got through what why you went through what you went through same with me as far as the hiking the working out I like to just whatever will make me feel better. If I have to cut my hair, my hair, because I feel like it'll make me feel better. I'm gonna cut my hair. Cause I yeah. feel like it'll make me uh, feel better. If I feel like I need to put, uh, put down 10 pounds and take them off and do whatever I got to do, then I feel like I could be 10 pounds lighter. Whatever um, is
1: going to make you feel better.
0: Whatever is going to make you feel better. Just do it. Don't even think about it in the moment. Things suck. But if you if you feel bad about yourself, you're going to sit in that for a minute. You can literally get stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Because sadness ain't no joke. That energy is strong. <laughs> you you, you got to be optimistic. You can't be pessimistic. You can't think that nothing better will ever come. You can't think those. Because then after the first time you ask it, it'll keep coming back. That same thought, it'll come back second time, third time. Fourth time. Then you're like, damn, I'm thinking this more often now. Is this really like my reality? Well, you don't even want to be there. So for me, being mindful of your thoughts, that helps a lot during moving on. You have to stay positive. Mm-hmm. You have to believe that there's a better forward. Um, you have to be confident of your journey. I know for a lot of people it isn't. It is, it is hard to be not confident.
1: Do you feel like the saying, because I heard this all the time when I would express myself to to friends, they'd be like, girl, you know, you just need time. Like time heals all things. Do you agree?
0: It depends.
1: <laughs> I know. It's a tough one.
0: It depends because what if you lost something from someone that you just know you'll never get again?
1: Mm-hmm. I think time makes it easier to cope, but I don't think it makes it easier to heal.
0: No, sometimes it'd be worse because like, let's say you're 10 years, you're 10 years in on moving forward and you're dating this guy or you have this new homegirl that you met eight years ago and it still just isn't the same. Uh, You still don't have that. You still ask me questions when I tell a joke. like You you still don't understand me. You still don't understand
1: me. Uh, God, if you're listening, please don't make it 10 years of people not understanding me. Because it is a lonely fucking feeling to be like, you just don't see me. And I know what it feels like for someone to see me. Yeah. Why can nobody see me? I'm going out with all these people. None of them see me. They're thinking we're going steady. This is fire. <laughs> like, I see a world with you and you're just looking at these people empty like, you don't see me. And I know me. what it feels like to be
0: seen. I know. And, and and the crazier, the worst part is they think that they see you. 100%. That's, they can only see you so deep.
1: Yeah. It's like That's, four layers out of like 32. It's like a,
0: there's a cap on it.
1: Damn. Because you know when you feel understood in a crazy way where mm-hmm. you're just like, I know we don't make sense to them. But you and me, (laughs) we make sense, you know, we we make sense. And I think it's so deep because women, um, we keep it real about heartbreak hurting. Men love to act like, man, another 15, another one coming. These bitches ain't da da da. And they be the ones hurting. Yeah. I think it's so fascinating with knowing a lot of um, both of our past relationships is men always like to act like. I don't give a shit that you're gone. And yeah. they they feel that ache so deeply when I'm not in their life anymore, you know? And and they 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 really want to pretend like they are unbreakable and really men hurt
0: so much more. I know, but it's crazy because it's the act. They be putting that act on. That Good. Act. You'll be sitting there like two years later and you're like, wait, that was all an act. Yeah. You still aren't over it. Yeah. That's crazy because I was convinced you moved on.
1: Man. The way you were
0: moving. And they still are aching. And they're still aching. They still think about you.
1: <laughs> Listen, hold on, y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you a little thing about me and Raina Bitty, okay? <laughs> we, we know as women what we bring to the table. The people we have dated know what we bring to the table. And for us, it's always so interesting to see the way that men react when they're no longer in our lives because it's like, it's really shocking behavior. (laughs) Like you will really see how far somebody will go to pretend like they don't miss you, but you just know. And we're able to be real about our connection was so deep. Of course you miss me, I miss you. Like it's all Mm -hmm. good. We could keep it a stack, but men love to act unbreakable. I say all this to say, this is advice, and I take my own advice on this. I learned the hard way, to anybody dating a man who just got out of a relationship. Uh-huh. This is my advice. Ooh. Because I did that last year, and I asked about the ex. I said, well, you know, um, when would you guys break up? You know, da 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 but man, whatever. I wish I did her a little different, but it is what it is. What about you? Ah, uh, you know, we broke up at this time, and, and, you know, I miss him, but, you know, I'm trying this whole dating thing out. But I was honest. That man missed his ex so much. He ended up releasing music and all of it's about regret. All of it's about, you know, I had the best girl and I messed it up. And I had this idea and this epiphany that I was like, wow, men will never tell you how much they loved a woman. No. Men will never, even if they say I loved her so much, they're not going to tell you I fucking would have died for her. If they want to do anything with you, kiss you. You got me rolling my eyes. Listen kiss you having sex like if they're trying to do anything physical with you at all they're not going to tell you because it shakes the chances up so and 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 some women do it too I'm not going to say we don't but men will never tell you I I loved that person to my core so you as women listening you got to protect yourself because you know if a man's fresh out of something like I look at all the guys I used to date and they all rush into something new. And I feel so sorry for those girls because I'm like, he's not going (sighs) to. Yeah. He's never going to tell you the world we planned. No. He, he, you know, and the thing is they jump into somebody new. They try to treat them like the girls. So they're going to treat you good. Get you this, get you bags, get you boom, get you boom. Take care of you. You want to go on trips. I'm going to do all the things that I used to do with her. And then something dies in them. Yeah. And it goes, I'm literally trying to. Paint her to look like her. She's not her. Why is this? God, I'm I'm kissing her. And then now the girl's lost. Yep. Because the girl goes, wait, he was kissing me. I met the family. I this. He was jumping into the activities he was familiar with. Yep. You know? And and so when a man's moving too quick after a breakup with you, you gotta step back and go, wait, is he trying to fill a a void or start something new? Yeah. Because I see it all the time. The men I date, they play with somebody, they and it's weird, there's patterns. It's been the girls with the same name, girls who look like me, girls who look like my sister. Could all be coincidence, but <laughs> it's happened a couple times where I'm like, really? Another sky. OK, um, so I think it's like men will never really tell you how bad they're aching. They'll just grab another girl to fill that void and they will really play with you. So I think you got to be really fucking careful dating somebody fresh out of a relationship. I realized I was hurting people. I was dating way too prematurely and mm-hmm. I was seeing them develop real feelings, really willing to go somewhere with me. And I'm like, I still love him. I'm not going anywhere with you. I'm not going anywhere you want to go. And they are already planning. A- and I'm like, wait, I'm playing with this person and I don't mean to be. Yep. So anybody, you know, that you're dating guy or girl, I'm just saying men really don't like to tell you they like, man, I used to rub my feet after work. I loved them. They don't want to tell you that. They don't they want to make her look like the bad guy so they can get what they want. Like, yeah, man, my ex was crazy. She would trip, she would this. You loved us. <laughs>
0: Here's another thing though. I feel like we're the type of women who we we want to know how much you loved them. Moving into the next relationship, how yeah. much did you love your ex? Let me know. Let why, me hear. Why I never
1: seen her. Let me let
0: me hear about something. <laughs> Give me some. Y'all was together for four years, but you wasn't in love, right? Mm. Keep it real with me. Y'all was living together, and her and when I moved in, her shit was still here, right? Mm. I need the fact you loved her. Now tell me why, because I'm right. I'm nosy and I need to know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's men no will de- never. It's no deeper than just wanting to know what you loved about that yeah. person. Did you love her? Okay, now I know you can actually love because now I'm thinking, okay, you was with someone for four years just just cuz? No, cause you loved her. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. I'm not trying to argue. I'm not trying to stir nothing up. I just am genuinely wanting the truth because I know how men are. I know both of my exes were like, nah, I moved on. I'm cool. No, still hit me up two, (laughs) three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years later.
1: Raina, where did you get those shoes? Are those petty boots? <laughs> she said, two, three, four, five, six years later in my phone. Listen, girl, we 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 are gonna put on our petty boots at the end of this episode. I'm gonna tell you that right now because Raina, guys dated her in the fourth grade and they they send flowers. I'm like, bro, let it go. Like, we have this thing where men don't release us. Like, men will literally. For years, what we could have been, what we could have been, what we could have been. I'm like, all of us? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'd have to pick one. But thank you. I appreciate the kind uh, words. But that's real, is that when you're going in and dating somebody who's fresh out of a relationship, me speaking personally for myself, I rushed things. I regretted it. And I played with people accidentally. And and it's serious. Some people haven't dated in four years and they can't wait for somebody amazing. And they feel like you're that person and you're just playing like mm-hmm. I, I was like, wait, you want something I don't want.
0: Yeah. And I'm like,
1: oh, shit, I just thought this was dinner in a movie. And you're seeing, man, my mom would love her. Yeah. And so it's 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 hard. And I think it's also really hard to date somebody who feels like they already met a soulmate because the bar is high. Oh, I I I, I can't. And I don't want to if a guy is still madly in love with a girl and feels like I will never feel that again. I don't think I want to date them because I feel like if you're always going to love her more than me, like I'm never going to compare. You're
0: going to try comparing us. You're going to compare yeah. everything. I do not want to be compared to
1: anyone, man. And the thing is, I'm going to just say this. They might not like this, but I'm going to just say this. There are you and I being one of two of them. There are people. That in this life you meet and you never forget. Mm -hmm. There are people you meet and your spirit dances and you go, I never felt that dance again. There are people you meet who are so interestingly made and magnetic and captivating that you go, that's just a really special person. Now, none of this means that everybody isn't special in their own way. I think you should think you're the coolest person in the world, I do. But there are certain people I have met in this life where I go, holy shit, the whole building heard you walk in. You know, mm-hmm. The yep. whole room froze. There's yep. certain people that walk so deeply in their skin, Beyonce's not normal, you know? Mm. Or just super intelligent, creative people Steve Jobs wasn't normal. There's just certain yeah. people that like have, of course, we're all people, but there's just a little bit extra sprinkled on their life, a little bit of extra responsibility and duty placed on them. Mm. And when you date somebody who is a powerhouse, mm-hmm. it's difficult to date after that. And uh, I think that can build resentment, really, because you're so used to a really rare type of human being. And I think that's what we have in common is that men go, wait, wait, what is this there's too many things yeah. to figure out and then you know they either date somebody that they think is just like us or looks like us or feels like us yeah. or the complete opposite because it's like fuck her I'm gonna find the complete if she's loud this girl better be quiet if she's tall this girl better be short I don't <laughs> even want to think of this girl yeah. but there are certain people I've met that I'm like you know I've met a, a, many special people but there's certain people that I go you're almost an alien you're so special mm. I should never I meet
0: another you again
1: right and Ever. vice versa and you remember
0: them for a forever. Right, right. You'll be talking to your everyday homies about one random person that you right. met. Like, yeah, I met this person. You just remember that energy, that vibe, that, that personality, star
1: energy, everything that, that, force
0: yeah and you're not even close like you'll probably never speak again but you still got to talk about how much they gave you it's like it's almost like you'd be like damn how could I be more
1: like them like man like you they just got that thing they inspire you you know and with dating now that I've really dated I I don't think they have that thing like they see me and they go this is my girl this is I could man this is what I've been waiting for sky is it and then I look and I go I feel nothing. So it's so interesting because I see every guy I date kind of go into the same pattern of I'm going to give you the exact same world we had and see if you fit into it. I'm going to rush way too quick and then I'm just going to keep hurting girls. Mm -hmm. And that's just what they do. I have learned to not bring up the ex. You never know what somebody had with somebody else. And so I just think it's really corny when girls are like two weeks in and want to downplay a love that they know nothing about. I just think it's like, you never know what somebody had. And if that person did nothing to you, it's very weird. A lot of girls have hated me my whole life that dated guys after me. I'm like, I don't even reach out to him anymore. I don't even... You know nothing about a person to hate them. And it's like, it's one thing... If, to try to fight them To right, snooping it's just all in their so lives strange. Sending
0: messages Like get away from him and it's stuff. It's so strange It's so young And you
1: know You know deep down That the man you're dating Is not over that girl And that's why you are Obsessing over her Or yeah. watching her page Especially if the girl's Leaving your man alone I just think it's really corny And it's something as women That we should work on Is like We're always hating the ex That like is not even involved Now I get it If the ex is like I heard you got a new chick Here's some coochie photos Fine I get that. That's corny. But it's like if somebody's just living their life minding their business and you hate them because the person you love loved them, that's corny. What about the ex hating the new girl though? Mm. You still think that's corny? Because I feel like that's a lot more common. I but- it's a lot more common and I've definitely been there. But I only have been there when I like, <sighs> ew, this person's just showing you off this is really corny behavior. Or you just see like, okay. This is weird. Why is this girl speaking up on me on her Twitter? Now I don't like her. Yeah. What, why are we doing this? I think it's like the immature go-to thing to do. Yeah, she ain't got shit on me and whatever. Like, I've been there. But I, I do feel like that in that moment. Like, well, she ain't, whatever. But now it's just like I've grown up and I've kind of gotten to the place where before with anybody I broke up with, especially my last relationship, it used to kill me to think about him holding somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. Kissing somebody. Mm-hmm. Touching somebody because I had no perspective. I was only with him for years. And then, you know, I was really slower with stuff. And then once you experience holding somebody's hand and it feels gross, kissing somebody and you being like, ew, I did not like the way their mouth felt. That was not cool. Or having sex and it's not good. Nothing works. You go, oh, I don't care who that person kisses. It's not ever going to be me. Ever. You know, you kind of just realize oh, our connection was 5,000 times better than I thought because now I've experienced no connection. So, so yeah, I don't, the things that used to keep me up at night about what my exes could be doing, I, I kind of sleep way better now because I'm kind of just like, our experiences that we shared were so unique mm-hmm. that nobody can feel like that. I wrote this down because it's just funny to me and I would like to hear it and hear our perspectives. Men really struggle for moving on from us. hmm Why do you think, and we're going to share each other's perspective. I'm going to say why men struggle for moving on from you. And you're going to say what you think it is for me. Me
0: Do you want to go first? first. You want
1: to go first? Okay. (laughs) For you, I feel like
0: men depend on you. So when you're not there anymore, they're like, oh shit. How do I call the cleaners? Wow. Because you're like a mom. I'm like a mom. You learned a lot from your mom. A lot of the things your mom was putting you on, my mom wasn't putting me on. So there's certain things that you know or there's certain appetizers at a restaurant that you are more familiar with. You're like, no, this is fire. There is a lot of people that haven't experienced certain parts of life that you have. So because of all of the knowledge and wisdom that you've picked up from the people around you, Mm -hmm. you give off such wise mom type energy yeah. that they a lot of the men that you've dated haven't had the best uh relationship with their moms right. so it's like this feels like a happy place this is different she still nags a little about cleaning up and stuff but
1: <laughs> just a little bit
0: <laughs> for the most part we good wow. she cooks for me she cleans for me she does this for me she makes sure I'm fed even when I'm out of town she asks me yeah. questions I think that's that's a big, big reason. Just just the fact that you take care of your men. So when they're gone, they have to figure out how to take care of themselves. And that is that's a big that's a whole other conversation. But that's one. Um, I think the biggest, the biggest, biggest, biggest one for you is just the (laughs) fact that you love really, really hard. Oh,
1: you love you love your dudes wow. hard. I thought you were going to say sense of humor. Wow. Loving hard. Well, sense of humor,
0: yeah. Wow. That's that's like a bonus bonus, but you be yeah, no. Queen. You be you be in it. Yeah, you be in it. It's like it's like how do I move on to someone who doesn't know how to love me as strongly as my ex did? Oof. That's yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That's different. Oof. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Cause yeah. I'm
0: telling you, like, you be making dudes feel special. Yeah. So if they feel that special with you in the moment, they feel special to the world. But when they don't feel that anymore from you, they just collapse. It's like shit. I can bear they don't feel that way about themselves. Especially <laughs>
1: <Damn>. <laughs> your
0: past men, they be coming from places where nobody ever told them that they were special. Oof. And you're like, yo. I'm telling you, you're special. You're special. Wow. So they're yeah. like, oh, shit, she sees me. Like, And then you start to bring out the special parts in them that they didn't even know they had.
1: <laughs> Girl.
0: <laughs> then you be gone and they be like, wow, how am I really supposed to, how am I supposed to have the confidence I had when I was with her? Now I don't got nobody to cheer me on before my audition. Now I don't got a, now I don't got a, How'd you do? Where you at? Can I come with you to job yeah. interviews? All of that. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the biggest one. That's deep. How openly and, and you don't be afraid. You don't be afraid to love them because they come from, you know, let's just say they was younger. Sure. They come from a place of like being in relationships and not really being shown off. You be showing off like <laughs> mom, dad, sister, brother, yeah. pastor. Everyone's going to know who I'm with. Yeah. I'm like, not going to hide you at all. Yeah. Like you, you carry your dude around like this is mine. This is me and mine. Like I'm yeah. very prideful of this. Like yeah. I did this. So just even knowing they'd be feeling like that and they be, chosen, they feel chosen. They feel seen and they're they be trying to find it somewhere else.
1: Good luck. Um, (laughs) No, it's funny you say that because I just had this combo with somebody else that I'm like, when I'm deeply in love, I don't care if you are friends with the richest man on earth, the finest man on earth. I will meet all your friends and be staring at you. I don't (laughs) care. Like, cause some girls can really get, you know, Mm so-and-so or, oh, you friends with Chris Brown, You know, like some girls will leave you at a drop of a dime (laughs) or do you foul and then come home like, hi baby. I'm not a cheater. And it's like, at the end of the day, I think it's super interesting because certain people just get over others. And I make a decision in love. Yeah. I, I choose, like, if you are who I'm going to focus on, you don't got to worry. Yeah, I'm not going to lose interest. I'm not, th- I'm here for you. Wow. Those were really great. You got very deep. I thought you were just going to be like, because you're funny and like, you got the good nana. Um, I was like, she didn't bring up my Gucci not once. Like, okay, that's nah, cool. Um, <laughs> I definitely will add on my list though. The jokes, after you date a funny bitch who's deep, it's it's really difficult. It's really difficult. And um, prayers up. Okay, Reyna, let's dive in. Why can men not let Raina go? Oh my God. Okay. I'm nervous.
0: I don't even this know is what you're going to say. I know.
1: This is why it's fun. I think you confuse the fuck out of men because there's something so rough best friend, you're my boy, but then there's something so dainty <laughs> where it's like, I could take her anywhere, but this feels like my partner, like this is my bro. Like I could laugh with her all night long. Like if I'm playing basketball outside, she's not gonna press me. She's gonna make a, you know, she's gonna make a sound if I hit a three, but then like she also can go to have tea with my parents. How is she fitting these boxes that usually are two different worlds? Uh. My bros or like, showing off my gorgeous lady. Yeah. You're the really pretty, I'm your BFF before we date. And so you become the girl that guys are like, all right, bros, you know, I'm out. Like, you're going to hang for another like two two hours. I'm going to go home to my girl because yeah. you're the friend. So when you're the friend first, men don't want to stay out of the house. They want to go home. They yeah. want to hang out with their friend. You know, you and Mark have that like sense of humor where you can say a joke under your breath and he catches it. There's There's this friendship element that I think in dating, a lot of people never really are best friends. They say it a yeah. lot. He's my best friend. But when you watch them interact, you're like, that was so weird. Like, <laughs> uh, baby, sit on my lap and give me a kiss. Okay, honey. It's just like, ew, you guys literally just boomed. That was weird. But when you see somebody and it's like, Mart, look over there. Yo, you. And you see best friends, you're like, oh. Oh, you're actually marrying your best friend. Okay, got it. <laughs> So that I think is what people can't let go of is that they've never dated a woman who really felt like their best friend and their homie. They've dated girls where, you know, and if they do, they see them as a friend. Like, oh yeah, no, that's just my home girl. But for them to be like, I'm so attracted to her. She's so pretty. She's deep. But then she can crack jokes and be funnier than my bros. How do I find this? You Mm -hmm. know? And and it's a mellow energy to where you have a calm confidence where you don't have to scream you're here. And so- they're kind of just confused as to like why. It's like you have a, um, like the highlight feature on Instagram when you draw on your stories and there's just a subtle glow around it. Your presence is loud and so... Men love having you on their arm because they're like, if I could see it, they could see it. And not in a bad way, Trophy. It's literally like, I have this girl on my arm and I know y'all see this. Because they know people can see you. But for me, above all, I think it's that bro feeling. But I'm so attracted to her. She's so pretty. But it's also like, I'd rather hang with her than my friends. I really like this girl. She understands my jokes. She's not super sensitive. (laughs) You're not super sensitive. So men love that they can joke or shoot on you or whatever and you're not going to be crying in the corner because you have that tough skin <laughs> it's more fun to be able to play with somebody who could take it mm-hmm. um, because a lot of girls get sensitive or want to pick a fight and I think they go into situations with girls who are super naggy and territorial mm-hmm. and be me and they're more girlfriend than friend and then they're like damn bitches in my ear I am miss Reyna who would not be up on me like this this girl always wants to be on my lap or you're going on boys nights. You allow men the freedom to do what they want to do yeah. and then be like, just come back when you're ready. Yeah, Th- That's a freedom that a lot of adult, re- adult relationships don't have. So I think these guys go and date other girls who want to be more of a girlfriend than a friend yeah. and they miss having a friend. Yeah, And then it's also like at the end of the day, that's something for both of us Men love successful women. Strong men. (laughs) Strong men are like, damn, she doing her thing. So when they messed up up with us and then see we keep getting better. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They don't
1: like that. No, yeah. They don't like that. But then they kind of turn on like, oh, man, she says she always wanted to be a writer. Look at her doing her thing. Oh, man. (laughs) Sky Towns are making money from being loud. (laughs) You know, like we keep getting better. And that's an attractive quality. Even if they're pissed that they don't get to experience it. It's like, damn, Raina, don't glow down. Like Mm. she keeps going up. And 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 she's a good person. And she's a good person. So you see a good person with talent winning was a best friend to you and attractive, it's like, that's my wife. And that's why men with us always jump to, that's my wife, that's my wife. But something I've really learned, you know, recently with digesting where I am in my life, because I saw the comments on the Heartbreak episode and they were like, I I really loved what Sky said. And they were like, but she never really like talks about like what happened in her life, which one, I don't owe an update on my (laughs) relationship. I think people get so confused because they get so wrapped up in people's stories that they think they're owed facts. I don't owe it. But for me, life path number five um, values freedom and, mm-hmm. and values creativity. And I was in a very serious relationship. If you listen to the podcast, waiting to hear me go, and that's the moment that he cheated. Like you're, you're not gonna get that. I think as adults, we have to allow ourselves the time to feel like we were free, to mm-hmm. feel like we were only in control of ourselves. Before my last relationship, I was in another long one that started when I was like 13 or 14. It was just years of yeah. taking care of men. Yeah. And and sometimes you break up and you go, "Fuck you. You cheated on me. I hate you. We're done." And sometimes you go, "I love you so much that I'm going to let you really grow into who you need to be and then we'll meet up later." You know? If and that's we a real thing. If later. we meet up later. And I'm fine with just and I'm figuring fine it with out that. later. But I I love you enough to set you free cuz I know you got big plans. Yeah. And right now, you know, like I I still struggle with the idea of marriage. I'm sure we'll tap into that, you know, um, at some point. But I still struggle with the idea of marriage to where when I'm faced with that kind of pressure of like, well, then marry me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel adult enough. I don't feel ready enough. I don't feel like I've accomplished enough. And so I think if anybody listens to my story and pulls anything from it is that sometimes you break up out of love.
0: Yeah. Sometimes
1: you break up and go. I feel like you got a lot to do. And so I think you just need a couple years to yourself. I love you so much. I love you so much. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but there's no, there's not always a juicy story or Mm-mm. betrayal or sometimes the person you least expect is way ready for more serious shit. And the person you think is, you know, whatever isn't ready. I think at this point, I'm so grateful to have experienced a love that strong so young. But I know the next few years of my life call a certain uh, attention span, focus, solitude, It just requires me diving into me. And I I knew that at my core. And sometimes you have to listen to your core, you know, even if somebody goes, oh, if that was me, I would have gotten married, girl. You should have just popped out a baby and shut up. No, if I'm not ready for a kid, I can't bring one into the world. But the thing is
0: also like we're the type of women or people just in general. We're not lazy. Mm -hmm. So we want to see ourselves win. We want to do whatever we think we need to do in order to get to that final place, Mm -hmm. to the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. We want that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Of course, we want it for our partners, but we want it for ourselves, too. Yeah, We... We might get a little, you know, distracted every now and then. We might put them on before we put ourselves on. But at the end of the day, it don't matter how much I pushed you up and helped you reach a a certain level of success, I'm still focused on myself. Mm -hmm. I still owe this to myself. I still have to reach where I want to go, even if it's going to take me that much more longer. Yeah. I I can't. I can't put myself second. And, And I've done it for so long that i have to choose me this time and if you're not okay with me choosing me then it's just we just gonna have to grow apart right now
1: you have to pull away because you go i don't know how to love you and focus on me at the same time that too i will put somebody first and and their everything first because i'm like well it's okay i i I can come second i I could fix that i could fix that i take on way too much and i had to finally go wait You've never just been responsible for yourself. Yeah. No strings attached, not dating anybody, not promising anybody anything, not looking. He's on the sideline, but I'm in a relationship. Well, if I ever broke up with my boyfriend, I don't know, maybe we could be friends. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. There's so much bullshit that for the first time in my life, I'm responsible for me. It's so deep because I say this all the time and I will always preach this and adults always said it to me and I hated it. I was like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. They said, you got in a serious relationship at 19. You're now 25, this was right before my breakup. They said, that is seven years of dating the same person and I think you guys are an amazing couple. I think you guys will end up together. But if you don't have any time to date other people, you will never have the tools to be in this kind of love. This love is way too heavy for this little experience. Mm. So they said, you, you have to date in order to be so thrilled with your pick. So, Cause you know what else is out there. Yeah. I was thrilled with my pick, but I'd never dated as an adult yeah so I I was like yeah no I I hit the lotto I feel it I feel it but how do you know because I feel it I feel it but you gotta know (laughs) no no you gotta know no you gotta know (laughs) what it's like to kiss somebody and feel nothing I can't go off of seven years of feeling the most amazing feeling when I kiss somebody like it's like some people do I believe it works if you're like in a small town or you know you really are just like I don't need to date at all this is what I've decided but between living in LA living in the industry, being young, never dating before this person because I was in another long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. You end up looking at things and making them shinier than they are. My yeah. friends are single. God, I wonder what that's like. Damn, I've never been single as an adult. Wow, my friend's at a bar. She got this guy's number. Wait, I've never done that. Yeah. Like, And you start to think of all the things you've never done because from 13 to 25, you were dating.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. you don't know. And even now... My appreciation for my last relationship is so high because I've dated. And I'm like, damn, I thought everybody was this thoughtful. No. No. (laughs) I thought every kissing would just feel good if the person's attractive and I like their lips. No.
0: Nope.
1: Oh, man, if we have great chemistry, then the sex... No. Like, you, you learn and then you go, oh... This is why you date. So you go, damn, my partner was so tight. Like, it's like, you know, but but you can't control when you meet people and the age you meet them because sometimes you're just like, we're so young. Shit, why did this happen at 19? Mm-hmm. Like, this was that 30 love, you know? Like, yeah. But life happens in ways that you need to learn the lesson. And I firmly believe that God was like, you got to date young and then go hard in your fucking 20s, mm-hmm. career-wise, and then you'll have your family. But I needed that, like, love to soften me up. I was too hard without mm-hmm. love. You know, I, I I would I couldn't tap into my feelings without love. It's funny though, because I feel like mine was completely opposite. God was like,
0: "Okay, <laughs> have your kids young, yeah, raise them up, yeah, and success." When success is here you gotta they gotta be in school like you gotta you gotta have some me time and we've always known this no I've always known this for sure I've always known that I wanted to have kids young because I Mm -hmm. always in my heart felt like okay my 30s and my 40s are gonna be my best years I've always felt that I've always felt like even when I was younger and didn't know I wanted to be a writer I was like okay I know or I won't say I didn't know I wanted to be a writer but I was like okay Let me set myself up mentally. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a teacher first or I'm going to be a therapist first. And then when I when I am comfortable enough, I'm going to be a writer and I'll write books and then I'll be successful. I never even saw like the, the, the beginning parts, like my career as a teacher, my career as a psychologist, I never saw that as me being successful. I always saw myself, okay, you're going to be a writer and you're going to be successful off of that. And, and even then Mm. you'll be older. So you'll already have kids. They'll already be developing their own personalities. They'll already be their own people. You won't have to be in the thick of, you know, changing diapers and everything else because I personally cannot be at the height of. Of my career changing diapers I know myself I can. I, I need to be focused wow and that's just I've always felt that way whereas Mark was totally different he was like I gotta have my house first I gotta have my money first I gotta have everything set in stone yep. for me to have kids because if I don't feel that way there is no kids coming in because we amen. are not gonna be
1: living in downtown amen like- <laughs> Amen. and that's where I'm at Mark okay <laughs> I gotta be a little bit more set up and your partner has to be on the same page yeah. You know, you can't be with somebody who's like, I don't care if we struggle, we struggle. And then you're like, wait, but I want us to have a house like that. You know, that starts problems to Been there. Um, so it's like you just got to be on the same page as your partner. But I think, you know, there's no handbook um, for, for moving on. I feel like I was a little nervous about this subject because it requires me to get very honest. But um, but yeah, I just wanted to say like to anybody. I know Raina has a challenge after this, but um, just don't rush anything. Don't rush You have plenty of time to experience other people. You don't have to rush to that high. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the high has to fizzle out. Sometimes it takes a year. Sometimes it takes a year and a half, two years. Sometimes it takes a week. Mm -hmm. But allow whatever you had brewing to fade out before you just dive into somebody else because it's not fair. And I had to hold myself accountable like, damn, these guys are so ready to date and this is not fair. I'm not even looking at them like that. I'm still madly in love at this point. It's not fair. And I see, you know, the women that get played with after... I'm dating somebody and I'm like it's not fair what you're doing it's not fair it's not fair this to- isn't who you are it's not who you are you know and so I just I say be cautious if you're dating and you're dating somebody who just got out of a long term relationship I do encourage you to have an honest talk and be like hey you give them permission to keep it real with you like yeah. you can keep it a stack with me but like how deep was this because yeah. even the guy who played me who was still in love with his ex I was like, nigga, I'm still in love with my ex, too. We could have done this together. You feel know me? Like, we could have played with one another, bro. Why didn't you tell me? But I just, you know, I thought it was something light, but clearly it was still too heavy because he missed his ex. And power to her. I'm sure she's a lovely girl. I was like, I have nothing. That's when I knew I was growing up. I was like, I don't even care to say anything about your ex. You know? I don't
0: even care to see her. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Care. I don't
1: care what she look like. Right, because you done met me and you'll never forget me. Never. And, and that is just an amazing feeling cuz girls get so cocky they'll be around for 2 weeks and be like yeah he was yours but he's mine now <laughs> I'm like girl you're going on vacation cuz it's my birthday my birthday's a national holiday enjoy um <laughs> Anyway, let me take my petty boots off. Shout out to all the girls who went on vacation on my birthday. Um, (laughs) Just so that the men could stay distracted. It's happened more than once. Um, Happy birthday to me. Okay, Raina, suck is this challenge. But uh, if you're listening, take your time. Time does help. Time will heal. Take your fucking time. Don't rush to get back to that feeling. It'll come. I hope. (laughs) It's a message to myself. I'm like, yeah, you'll meet another soulmate for sure. Totally. It's coming. The challenge of the week is for anybody who's
0: moving on Mm -hmm. out of old friendships, trying to move on from toxic family members, or just moving on from a breakup. Okay. Go through your phone and delete pictures. (laughs) Do not do what Sky does. <gasps> <laughs> she will send me three thousand pictures of her dog, and I'm
1: like Sky. He's really cute. Who <laughs> is no longer my dog, but I still revisit memory lane. People are like her dog. What's so bad about that? The dog is no longer mine. He is mine in spirit. Um, but I lost him in a custody battle, and. <laughs> and i miss him every day <laughs> mommy loves you okay um i have a lot of photos on my fucking phone that Raina would be like you kept this I'm like i know but i can uh, explain uh, on my computer is like the messy ones like like the niggas i talked to for like six months i'm like we looked cute there uh, but on my phone oh Ooh. my gosh y'all Ooh. please
0: delete them photos i'm begging got you got me just torn <laughs> Every time Sky
1: sends me one of them pictures, I'd be like, Okay, okay. Okay, some shit is just cute, okay? So the challenge is go through your phone and delete what you need to delete. But if there's a couple you need to hold on to- The cute stuff needs to be deleted too because guess what? Them are the ones that make you miss them the most. Girl, boo. What are we talking about right now? You're talking about my dog? Girl, boo. (laughs) Get out of here. I don't like this episode. I don't like that. No, I don't like it. Okay, we finna wrap this up. Um- once again, it's terrifying to not know who's listening. I think somebody just jumped at their phone like, oh, yeah, we know you're listening. We we feel you. We know. Hope you enjoyed this episode, y'all. I'm about to get up out of here because my petty boots are he- heavy as hell. I need to take my socks off. Let's go. Bye, y'all. This has been another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Skye. And I'm Raina. <laughs> Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.